Hello and welcome to level 36 of Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host, Tom Knight. It's good to be back. It's good to be back on the podcast, you know, dusting off the microphone, getting back into the studio, which right now is a broom closet, and talking about video games and giving you some trivia. Let's not even hang about. Let's just get this show started. Let's get 2023 Extra Lives on the road. <laughs> so I'm starting off first level of Free Extra Lives this year with some video game resolutions. Now we have those New Year's resolutions kicking around, don't we? Where it's like, yeah, we're going to go to the gym more or we're going to drink less alcohol or eat less sugar or something like that. And while I do have some personal goals in mind for this year, I also thought it could be fun to have some video game resolutions. So my first video game resolution is conquering the backlog. Now we all have a video game backlog. Some are bigger than others and I'm not ashamed to say that mine is pretty big. So I decided that I'm going to pick one unplayed game every month in my Steam library to play through. Now it's probably not too far away from what I've been doing as I've been putting out levels of this podcast, but I thought I'm going to be committed to delving into the backlog and potentially discovering a gem which has been just sitting there waiting for me to play. A useful feature with the latest Steam update is that you can sort your library a lot more extensively than you could before and this allows you to actually search for games in your library that you haven't played before and you can find something to play because how many times have you sat in front of your computer and you've been like, oh I've got nothing to play and your backlog is just ridiculous, it's bulging with potential gems and I just want to take that time this year to go back and unearth some more of those. With that in mind I also want to revisit more classic games, retro games and I've got a few of those kicking around in my library and I also enjoy a bit of emulation. Towards the end of last year I was emulating some PlayStation 2 on my PC which felt just pretty incredible that I was able to do that and there's so much from the past that can still be played and can still be appreciated that I want to go back and and play more games that just led us to where we are today. I think there's just a great sense of appreciation we can have for those classic games and sometimes yeah you go back with this nostalgic feel into a game and you turn it on and you just can't look at it. It, it for some reason it's just unpalatable to the eyes and that's what nostalgia does but there's some great classics out there and I was playing through actually Landstalker on the Sega Genesis last year as well. I need to pick that up and finish that one off. So I'm gonna having a little bit more of a focus on backlog and classic games too because while there's exciting things happening in the future of gaming, I think it's also great to look back and appreciate what has come before. Another resolution for me is more games with friends. Now this is something that I've always tried to do but I think over the last year or so I've got into a real mindset of sometimes I just play games on my own and even sometimes I'm playing multiplayer games on my own instead of with friends and 
When I've taken those steps to reach out to somebody and actually play a game I enjoy together with a friend, it just increases the enjoyment tenfold. And I don't know what holds me back sometimes just reaching out to somebody and trying to arrange to play more games together online because we're in this age where it's just so accessible that I think sometimes it's so accessible that you don't really give it a second thought that actually you just play something by yourself because it's more convenient to do that but you know what when I think about it some of the best memories that I have in gaming are with friends and I want to create more of those memories and I want to create more of those good times together and galvanize those bonds that I have with my friends and I can do that immensely within video games. And finally another resolution is I'm gonna buy a VR headset this year. I think it's time. I almost did it last year and I really want to give VR a chance. I don't think it's here as a gimmick. I don't think it's going away anytime soon and I think VR is growing and I've played a little bit of that. I haven't delved too far in but what I have tried I've really enjoyed and I think 2020 is the year that I think VR is going to take some more strides forward with how that's accessed and maybe it becomes more attainable for gamers out there as well but we're moving forward into the future and I think VR is gonna play a massive part of that so do you have any video game resolutions I'd love to hear from you about yours that's mine what do you think it's trivia time so actually I got some trivia cards for Christmas which is awesome because now I don't ever have to write questions for this show again just kidding I'll still do that but I thought you know what I'm gonna take one of these trivia cards I'm gonna read you the question on it and I'm gonna see if you can get it right it's not really related to anything specific I've talked about in the resolution section but it's about video games so there's your Fred the name of the four ghosts in Pac-Man are Blinky, Pinky, Inky, and who? Is it Stinky, Clyde, or Bernard? The answer is Clyde. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. Over the holidays, I settling down with my hot cup of cocoa, fired up the Netflix, and I devoured the entire series of The Witcher. Now, video games portrayed on screen, they usually get a bad rap, right? We've seen it done with movies many, many times, and it just doesn't seem to transition great from video game to movie. It almost feels like it's some sort of cinematic trailer for a video game. I have to say in recent times I've watched the likes of Warcraft and actually going back a few years I remember watching the Final Fantasy movie The Spirits Within which those two movies I, I really enjoyed a lot. Even more recent than the Final Fantasy film Assassin's Creed which I just thought there's a lot of potential in that world that I don't think can be covered for the duration of a movie and that's a totally different argument right there but The Witcher has come along, it's come onto Netflix and it's proving immensely popular there and no spoilers here on this show I would just say go and watch it even if you've never really played The Witcher before you're gonna get a kick out of that. I haven't played The Witcher that much actually but I was able to 
fall right into this world and really appreciate what's being done there. And actually, it sparked off this feeling inside of me that I wanted to go and play The Witcher and immerse myself more into that world. I wasn't alone in that feeling because in December, The Witcher 3 actually was more popular on Steam than it was when it launched back in May 2015. So here we are, nearly five years later, this show comes out and it just sparks off this Witcher frenzy again with everyone logging on to Steam, picking up The Witcher 3. It probably helped that it was on sale during the holidays, but still a great incentive there for people who are watching The Witcher to go and pick it up and play it. And I think we're going to see more video games turned into series. I mean, we've had recent announcements of Cuphead coming to Netflix. We're also getting a Final Fantasy XIV live-action TV series. There's the Castlevania series on Netflix as well. And I think TV, again, it's, it's a totally different argument with regards to TV and movies, but I think video games, especially narrative-driven games, have a real chance to thrive on the TV scene, and that can then potentially transition viewers of those shows to gamers, gamers to viewers of the TV show. It's a nice little circle of gaming life right there. So that led me to this question. What would you love to see made into a series from video games? I think there are so many choices that you could make from this. I'm going to go for Broken Sword. Those games for me have always been really great at storytelling. And I've always loved the characters in that series. If you've never played Broken Sword, it's a point and click adventure from the 90s. and probably up there with my favorite games that I've ever played. So I would definitely be very interested in seeing that on the screen. Probably not going to happen, but yeah, what do you think? What would you love to see made into a series? I'd love to know. And again, go watch The Witcher, toss a coin to your Witcher, do all those things, and hooray for video games on TV. It's trivia time! So I was talking about The Witcher there, and The Witcher was created by Polish author Andrzej Sapkowski, and it's Polish, so I'm totally turning this one on its head with a little geography question. Can you tell me the capital of Poland? answer is Warsaw. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. Now over the holidays, I was gifted a few games on Steam from friends, from my partner Amanda, and one of those games was Baba Is You. Now this is an indie game that was released back in March 2019. And I have to say, out of all the games I got over the holidays, this is the one that's been taking up most of my time. And it's just so damn good, I can't even tell you. But I will try. So Babaju, it's a puzzle game. The rules of this game are that you have blocks. And in these blocks are words that you can interact with, you can move them, you can manipulate them. And by doing that, you change how the game works. So it starts off relatively simple in the first few levels which gets you used to how the mechanics of this game works. So there could be several blocks in the game. So perhaps one is Baba, which is a strange rabbit-like creature. That's all I'm going to say about that. Then you have 
other words like is and and, you always have the situation where it says something is you. So in the first few levels, it will say Baba is you. So that's you. And if you were to move the block Baba out of line, suddenly Baba is you is no more. So you would die and you have to reset. So that's something you have to play around with in all of the levels that the fact you can't just move any block without there being some sort of consequence. And the win objective in each level is to create three blocks in a row that says certain item is win. And then when it, that's a win, you can run your character into what that is. Usually it's a flag, but as the game progresses, you can actually manipulate what item in the puzzle is a win. It's very confusing explaining it actually and it's funny because it's actually really simple when you pick up and play to understand how this game works and actually it's almost like a sandbox where you're experimenting with the puzzles and graphically this game is very basic it's like something you would have picked up on the Atari but you know what it, it really adds to the charm of the game and it's super fun and satisfying to beat these puzzles. So there's over 200 levels in this game and I haven't really scratched the surface. I'm about five hours in. I've hit the wall a few times with regards to puzzles. I've had to step back and go back into them. And I think this game's at a really sweet point with regards to how challenging it is. It, it ramps up really nicely. And I think just that satisfaction level of working out a puzzle, which I think can be solved in various ways. It's not always just one solution for every puzzle, and especially as the game goes on and more mechanics are introduced to the game. And it just sometimes leaves you feeling kind of overwhelmed when you see all these blocks of potential rules that you can manipulate within a level. But actually, as that happens, it becomes even more of an experiment of how you solve the puzzles. And one thing I do like about this game is it's not so punishing in the fact that if you move a block to the wrong place, and you've bodged up your puzzle that it's easy to rewind and figure it out and experiment and this game really encourages you to do that it's not that you're just staring at a screen trying to work it out all in your head you you're moving these blocks you're changing objects into different objects and you're trying to create that win condition for the puzzle and this game really encourages you just to experiment to try lining up blocks and see what happens and figuring it out you'll perish many many times trying to solve a puzzle but it's so, like I say, satisfying when you get that congratulations that you've solved it and you move on to the next level. And I've just been so surprised with this game that I saw a trailer of it and I was like, yeah, that's something I would like. But when I picked this up and started playing, it blew me away. Just how in-depth something that looks so simple can be. So that's Baba Is You. That's by developer Hempuli Oi. And that is out on Nintendo Switch. It's out on Windows. It's on a on Linux and it's out on Mac as well so plenty of places to pick that up oh and something else I just wanted to add about Baba is you is that 10% of the developers personal income he's giving it to charity he's giving it to givingwhatwecan.org which is poverty relief I thought that was a really great touch just on the outside of what this game entails as well so go check it out that's Baba is you it's trivia time so another game which involves a creature moving around is snake you know, that mobile game that you couldn't stop playing back when you were at school? Or, I don't know how old you are. But what year was it first made available on Nokia phones? Was it 1994, 1996, or 1998?
answer is 1998. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And that's it. We've reached the end of the show. How did you do? On the trivia for the first one of the year, why don't you let me know over on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at 3 Extra Lives. As always, love to hear from you, dear listener. And you can email the show, podcast at 3 if you've got any feedback about the show, you want to answer any of the questions that I put out there during each level, or you just want to say hey. And like always, you can find everything that I've mentioned on this level of 3 Extra Lives over at 3xlife.com. Go check the show notes out there. You'll find everything I've mentioned, so you don't have to go searching. I got that sorted for you, all covered. And that's it. We're at the end. It's all done. Thank you very much for joining me once again. Or if it was your first time, welcome and goodbye. See you all in level 37.